Welcome to the Online Gaming Podcast, show number four, for July 19th, 2006. This week I'll be reviewing the uh, online board gaming site Atari Play, which has a number of uh, American games to play, and the browser-based game Imperia Online. So, let's get to the online uh, board gaming site Atari Play. The Atari Play site is found at games.atari.com slash playgames slash home.jsp. I think you can get to it off of the Atari page as well, but um, that's the fastest way to get to that page. There are a couple arcade games on there that are one-player games that are uh, their clones of the original Atari games, the old graphics and everything that you can play. But I'm more interested in the multiplayer games, and what they have available is Boggle, Battleship, Scrabble, Monopoly, Yahtzee, and Sorry. Now, any American will recognize most of these games. This is what you find in most of the retail stores. This is the These games are generally the core of the American board gaming society. Uh, when you talk gaming with uh, board gaming with most people in America, these are the games they know about. Uh, they don't know about Settlers of Catan and some of the other ones like that. Um, so, I... Each one of them has some additional options. Uh, if you go into Boggle, there are two different game modes. There's a Master Boggle, which is 5x5, five five, and three-letter words don't count. Or regular Boggle, 4x4. Four and you can play with up to six players. In there, you just join a table, and it puts uh, five other people, if they're available, uh, right in front of you. Uh, Battleship has three game modes. Uh, classic. Volley, where you're allowed to shoot five shots at your opponent each turn. And Salvo, where you can shoot as many shots as you have ships left. Scrabble, no extra options. Um, I would have liked to have seen Super Scrabble there, uh, but they don't have it. Or maybe even upwards, but it's not there yet. Monopoly has a couple options. Auctions, build evenly, collect two times salary, short game, collect fines on free parking. If you play collect two times salary in short game, uh, it, it'll go pretty fast. I played a game on Monopoly in maybe half an hour, uh, where I handily bankrupted my opponent. Yahtzee has three game modes. Classic, Colored, which I'd never played before. I, I don't know if it's actually available in a uh, board game version where you can buy it in the store. And Triple Yahtzee, um, which was available in the stores for quite some time. And Sorry is just Sorry. You can play f two to four players. Uh, no options there. Each one of the games is played in Flash, which I found uh, an interesting departure. Uh, they seem to work uh, moderately well. The game of Sorry I played had one guy drop out of the game because he kept getting Macromedia errors every turn. Uh, I encountered that once, but was able to get through it and never had that happen again. So there could be some problems with, with Flash incompatibilities. So make sure your Flash players, at least up to, I think, version 8 is what's available now. So that could be a problem. 
Um, finding players isn't too hard. The rooms are pretty full. You get to select a room uh, that usually has 150 people maximum in it. And the rooms generally are pretty full. Trying to find a, a game of Boggle's easy because you can just join games really easily. It's it's never a problem to get into a Boggle game. Scrabble's sometimes a bit more difficult. Um, you have to create a table and hope people join it. Same thing with Monopoly and uh, and Sorry. Battleship, you have to challenge somebody, and I found that to be kind of annoying. I wish they would have the table concept in Battleship. It, it might work better. Um... And Yahtzee, I was able to play the three modes without any problem either. Uh, easily found opponents for those. They all play pretty well. I, I did notice some graphical glitches playing Yahtzee where my opponent would roll the dice without me seeing them. Same thing happened in Monopoly, though didn't lose much in either game. Uh, there was a technical glitch in Monopoly where my opponent was able to roll the dice over and over and move around the board, and I never got the option to roll dice. He thought I had left the game, and then all of a sudden, I got to roll the dice again. And it wasn't just because he was rolling doubles. He was taking uh, more than one turn while I wasn't even able to take a turn. So there are some bugs in the game. There's an option to report a bug when you find it, but... All in all, uh, they play pretty well. So, how was my experience playing the games? Well, I was playing Master Boggle uh, first. And it's a five 5x5 five board. You have to have four-letter words. And I was punching them in, and <laughs> I, I never scored anything. But I never had any... I didn't have any problem. And, and there was some, you know, congratulations when a guy got 32 points. And I got one. <laughs> Uh, so, pretty good, pretty good there. Battleship, very fast playing game, uh, five minutes for a game, especially on volley or salvo. I don't like the salvo setting because if you get a good first salvo on your opponent, knock out a ship or two, you have an extremely large advantage over them for the rest of the game, and you're almost assured to win at that point. Scrabble is Scrabble. You create words. Good luck. Uh, Monopoly. Monopoly's never been one of my favorite games, though. Like I said, you put it on a short game, collect two times salary, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the game can go pretty fast. I would like to see some... Uh, some different game modes or something from Monopoly. Monopoly's such an old game that it's really stagnant for me. Yahtzee, Yahtzee's probably the only game I'd actually go back to the site to play. Um, mainly cause, because I, I, I do like Yahtzee, and the colored Yahtzee uh, does have some appeal to me. Sorry, I, I actually uh, abhor the game of Sorry, but I did play it, and it played fine. It's probably the longest game on the site to play, even next to Monopoly and Scrabble. Uh, mainly because you draw a card and do what the card says. Uh, it's Candyland for adults, I guess. Um, all the games on the site aren't very strategic. They don't require uh, that much thinking, except possibly Scrabble. 
um, because you have to think up words in your head. Uh, there, in in the case of Monopoly, you roll the dice, and sorry, you draw a card. Yahtzee, you roll the dice, and okay, there's some strategy on which ones do you save and which ones do you not. Uh, Boggle, you have to come up with the words. Battleship, you click on the screen. Um, they're not high-end thinking games uh, that a lot of the Euro games are now. However, if you have interest in playing any of those six games, they are available for free at Atari's website. Um, there are no, numerous people you can play against. Um, I only got hit with one person trying to see what my, uh, you know, trying to, I don't know, online date or something like that. Uh, you know, asking my age, sex, and I forget what the other thing is, but I was like, I, you can you can easily ignore people like that. So all in all, the experience of playing the games was fine. If I actually enjoyed the games, I would have a much better experience playing them. I don't enjoy playing Monopoly, Sorry, or even Boggle, so not that great of an experience in that regard, but the interface was very good. So that's Atari Play, um, games.atari.com, and there'll be a link in the show notes. So, like I said, if you like playing those games, it's a great site to go to. Okay, we're going to take a short break. When I come back, I'll be reviewing the uh, multiplayer browser-based game Imperia Online. All games considered promo. Take one. Carol, you max out on charisma while Chris and I play a drop of Nelson's blood. Wait, what's this in the script about a Monty Python ripoff? Mark, haven't these been done already? Well, we need some kind of gimmick. We don't need a gimmick. We just need to tell people that All Games Considered is a podcast about tabletop gaming. Gamers... And gamer culture. (sighs) Gamer culture. Just go with it. Yeah... We talk about board games, role-playing games, ways to improve your game. Might even help you save a little cash with cheap gaming tips. And other little-known games people may want to try? And we can always point out neat conventions to go to. Good. Good. Keep going. And I suppose they can find that information along with the RSS feeds, Frapper Map and Forum links, and show notes on allgamesconsidered.blogspot.com. And... We're part of PEN's Gaming Podcast Network and Goblin, the Gaming Broadcast Network. Right, but... How do we work the Mythic Hero's journey into that? Uh, uh, never mind. Just listen to the show. This podcast is proudly listed on podcastpickle.com with more features for podcasters and listeners. Truly the best podcasting directory on the internet. Here's the top 10 reasons to listen to The Dice Tower, a podcast all about board games. Number 10. If you're listening to this, then you probably dig top 10 lists, and there's one in every episode. Number 9. It's way edgier than NPR. Number 8. You don't want to be the last person in your gaming group to know about Moritz Eggert and Rick Thornquist's gaming news. Number 7. Tom's soothing voice has been proven to lower stress levels in lab monkeys by 63%. Number six, you can never have too many contributors, and the Dice Tower features at least five every week. Number five, it's the only way to find out whether Tom Vassell is really that positive. 
Number four, you can feel like a globetrotter without having to actually fly to Korea. Number three, unlike your favorite TV show, you can count on a new episode every week. Number two, you can say we're there at the beginning after it becomes a massive global phenomenon. And number one reason to listen to the Dice Tower, you'll finally be able to put a voice to those 4,921 game reviews you read online. So come out and join us at www.thedicetower.com and listen to our weekly episode of the Dice Tower. We'll see you there. Okay, Imperia Online. Imperia Online is a medieval-based... You can say real-time strategy, whatever. Uh, browser-based game. There are four servers, and there's an era on each server every, I think it's four months, so every quarter, it goes to the next era. Um, you create your character, everybody's pretty much the same. There's no different race or anything like that. And you can build buildings and do research, espionage, attacking, all that kind of stuff. The buildings are resource gathering. Um, there's uh, stone, which comes from quarries, iron that comes from iron mines, and wood that comes from lumber mills. There's also gold. You get gold by selling your goods on the open market. There are farms that determine how many people you can have, and granaries, which determine how fast your people grow. Uh, you can conquer many provinces, and each province has their own buildings and their own military resources. Some of the other buildings you can build are, are the military resources, the infantry barracks, the archery barracks, stables, siege engines, uh, and, a, and a fortress that makes building the rest of the buildings easier to build. Uh, research is pretty varied. Uh, there's melee attack. Uh, that, as you build that up, allows more units to be developed, uh, different types of units. Same thing with ranged attack, mounted attack, siege attack, armor. Different combinations allow you to build different troops. There's tactics, which is what you need to build siege engines. Centralization uh, at that level is how many uh, provinces you can settle. University, uh, the more... uh, the higher level university, the more uh, the more research you can do. So the faster your research is done. There's medicine, cartography, uh, and some other things uh, that affect uh, a number of things. And there's a pretty good help when you click on the 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 options for each one of those research uh, choices. You get it'll bring up uh, what each level will do and how it'll help you out. All, all the research enhancements do something to help you out, even if it's just a plus one to attack or plus one to defense. They, they all help out. There isn't any, I need to, you know, build up to level five from level two to even get an advantage. You do get some advantage in between. There's espionage. You can spy on your opponents to see how strong they are and what resources they have before you attack them. There, uh, there's attacking, you build up your troops, once they're ready you deploy them and you send them off to attack, usually takes a couple hours and then battle is resolved and what happens happens, your troops return or don't and you get uh, rewards or you don't um, your workers when you build buildings 
uh, especially the resource gathering buildings, or only the resource gathering buildings rather, you have to assign workers to them to get the production out of them. At the beginning of the game, this is especially important to build up lumber mills and and the such, and then hire workers to actually work at the lumber mills, or you won't get any production out of them. Um, to get gold, you go and trade. Uh, the trading is dynamic, though usually, as I've seen it, iron is the hardest resource to make. That might only be on server 4. It might be different on the diff- uh, the other servers. Uh, stone might be more difficult. I'm not sure. Um, as I mainly play on server 4. So that's all I've noticed. And, uh, you can get 4 gold per iron. Whereas you get 0.7 gold for wood. And 0.9 gold for stone or something. So iron's worth a lot of money. And it's used for a lot of things. It's the main thing used to build troops. So iron is pretty popular. Uh, There are alliances in the game. You can make a number of alliances. I'm in an alliance with four other guys. There are advisors and military positions and alliances, a lot of different levels and um, some interesting options in there that I haven't been able to fully explore yet. Um, So my experience playing the game... um, wasn't too difficult. Uh, read a quick tutorial that said get to a fortress as soon as possible, which required me to upgrade my farms and my lumber mills and such. And I currently have a small empire of four provinces, soon to be a fifth as soon as I upgrade my centralization to the next level. Uh, and it's doing pretty well. I haven't been attacked that I know of. I do have a lot of troops in my area, but I'm sure other players have ten times the number of troops. I have about 5,000 in my main province, which really isn't that many, I don't think. Um, and about 600 in each other province just protecting it. They're just the spearmen. They, they come when you colonize, so uh, it's all the same there. In a twist, this this week I actually went to the forums of Imperia Online, which are mm, okay, though I believe the Bulgarian side is more popular than the English side, as the game is a Bulgarian game. And I asked a question in there about, uh, I asked six questions. I asked, how is the economy, how is the interface, how is the player community, how is combat, how is the learning curve, and how is the game overall? And I had a few responses. Dighton responded, The economy is robust. Eventual maximums based on one era being four months. Improvements have actual maximums or can be determined when there's a diminishing return on investments based on remaining time left in the game. The interface is usually 100% acceptable. It's browser-based with a few minor issues when you time out. Worst case, you exit the browser and restart player community. Like anything else you find on the net of this type, generally kids to adults, mostly men. Some people only log in every so often. Others apparently log in so often they can't stay away for six hours every 24. So, hmm. Combat, 100% strategic. Troops are sent out for one to six hours real lifetime, and then the combat is over in under two seconds and your troops take the return trip home. As a premium member, or paid member, you have access to the battle calculators, which give you the ability to determine possibilities of success. You're alerted 60 minutes before one of your provinces are attacked. You either lose troops and population or troops and resources. 
Expecting to win many combats without reading the rules and or participating in the forums would not be advised. Learning curves. He said he plays a lot of games. This was rather straightforward. Took a little bit of effort at first with reading rules and forums post. The game originated with Bulgarians, so there are instances where English is replaced with other languages. It's minor but distracting. How is the game overall? Most of the real most of the real life gamers I play with don't care for this game because it takes too long to play. They like the first person shooters, real time strategy. For me, someone who likes games that take more than five weeks, it's great. There is an optional cost of anywhere from one dollar to five dollars a month for playing, which does give an advantage. There is still plenty of fun to be had without paying. I'm too new to know if the top players are there without paying, but I assume it happens. I've played a number of other browser-based games, and this one is clearly superior. Typical issues with the occasional punk, but heck, we've all blown a top once or twice. So, uh, CIW wrote, The economy is simple, but there are different strategies that start to get a good one. Later in the game, you can't do much except building new buildings for your workers. The interface is okay, some things could be easier, but it's still under development, and we get it every few weeks some good new possibilities. The community isn't extremely active in the forum and in the game itself. It depends on your alliance, like in other games. Combat is more strategy than in many other comparable games. It's easy to learn basics of this game, and there's a good guide. Only problem is that the end game is totally different compared with the first uh, two and a half to three months. As he said, the, the last one and a half months is very different. The game overall, I've played some other games before, and this one is best of all in my opinion. There are more possible ways to play good. Other games have mostly only one strategy, which is really successful. Maringo writes, The economy model is simple and easy. Dynamic but predictable market rates can influence the game. Giving free resources for premium members is a bit touch unfair, but Imperion Online does need to survive, so I won't complain. Best part is you can have three to four inactive accounts near you, and with minimum effort, you get three to four people working for you. So it's a bit of luck involved. I almost think, I think almost everyone gets that luck. The interface, best of a browser-based RTS. Some improvements can be made, though. To have an option to switch between provinces and the trade page. Also, a trade calculator to show in trade page to calculate how much resources need to be sold to get... Uh, Accent return. The player community, goods and bads, though I appreciate Imperia for catching cheaters very occasionally. Uh, seems to be very good at catching cheaters. That's very nice. Combat. Sending the army is real time, but fighting is instant. Instant. Will be better to visualize the fight for a while. There is no micromanagement needed, only a calculator will do. Namad option to combat. Not much option to command or rearrange your army in desired formats. I would like Cav to charge first and get some kill on archers. May want to hold back infantry to the last. I think these changes will make combat more interesting than just waiting to see how much loot I got. Also, the p poor defender don't know what's coming at him. If I'm a defender, I would like to know a rough uh, rumor about the advancing army. Uh, there was a quick response to that that says that's possible uh, if you hover over the enemy movement list. I haven't seen that happen because I haven't been attacked, so I can't tell you. Anyways, back to his post. As the approachers get nearer and nearer, the rumors should get more accurate. Hmm. Interesting. 
the learning curve. The manual is there, but few care to read it. It is real painful for newcomers to start the game and have the patience to reach 50 points. 90% of the counts leave in two to three days because it needs so much patience for very little to re- in return. It would be hard to please anyone who played non-browser-based real-time strategy. But this game will hook you once you pass that stage. Is there a way to make it more interesting to start with? <laughs> and when I asked him about the game overall, he said it was in the top three browser-based real-time strategy games. Those are the three responses I got from the forums. They were actually quite helpful. And uh, I appreciate that uh, quite, a, quite a bit. So... That's uh, that's pretty much my review of Imperia Online. Um, not much more to go into on that. I like the game. Uh, my main issue with the game has to do with its interface. Um, it Its login opens a new window, not a new tab. And I've tried to get it to force it into a new tab in uh, Firefox. And that seems to just cause problems which is kind of irritating. I like to leave my um, my online browser-based games open just sitting in tabs at the beginning of my uh, tab bar in Firefox so that I can get to them when I, when I want to. And because of the way it makes you log in, uh, you, have to, you have to log in on your server. You have to give it a digit code to get in, and then you have to agree to the terms and conditions every time, and then it opens a new window. So that's a little bit annoying. I've noticed that it is really slow during some uh, high traffic points in the day, though that may be my connection. Um, We've been having some trouble here with my connection. So anyways, that is my review. Uh, If you like kind of a real-time strategy game with a bunch of research options uh, that is a little bit slower than some of the other games that are out there, uh, and not necessarily a lot of interaction with opponents, then Imperial Online is a good game. I suggest you go try it out. I think Server 2 started recently, so you wouldn't be too far behind if you logged in over on that server, but I think another one of the servers is about to flip over on a reset, so... I suggest you give it a try. So, uh, next week, one of the, the bo- online board gaming site I'm going to review is Yahoo Games. Uh, Yahoo Games has a number of the uh, games that are card games and board games, such as chess, backgammon, uh, Pinochle, some of those other some other card games as well. And I'll be reviewing that. The multiplayer online browser-based game will be Astro Wars. We hope you enjoyed today's online gaming podcast. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments, please go to onlinegamingpodcast.blogspot.com or email kdivine at yahoo.com. <laughs>